Welcome to Leadership DDS, where leadership, dentistry, and life collide. My name is Shondell Sutherland, and I am joined here with Dr. Scott Sutherland, and it's episode six. And I'm super excited today because we are now going to add another component, which I feel is so key to every business, and especially to dentists who haven't really been trained on all of this. Yeah, right. And that is getting the right people on the bus. Yeah, great Jim Collins um, saying, and he really painted this beautiful picture about how you have the school, if you think about a bus or a school bus, whatever vision comes up to your brain, Mm -hmm. and it it represents your business or your practice, and then you have, you are the bus driver, (laughs) the leader of the organization or the team, and your job is to get all the right people on the bus before you ever take off into a direction. And so when we talk about the who versus the what, we're really talking about you got to have all the right people on the bus headed in the right direction. We talked about this a little bit when we talked about vision and having the whole clarity statements coming along. And this is a big part of it because you want to have the people that match your values, match your mission, love where you're going. And once you get those people on, now we can start talking strategy. And now we can start talking about goals. And now we can start doing it about stuff that's going to change the world, or at least your world, right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, to, to think about this and getting the right people on the bus, every time that I had a, a higher decision to make and I was desperate about it, mm-hmm. I made the wrong choice. Gosh, I know. We lived through together. I, I wasn't much of a help on sometimes, and I do that for a living. But sometimes we're so desperate and we need help so bad, especially I think for in the dental practice. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, my line of work is to help people hire. Like I do job benchmarking. I help people hire on board. I mean, this is my job. And yet when I was partnering up with you and and I was emotionally involved with these hires, I, I went against my own principles, my own beliefs and it really came back to haunt me big time, and I think both of us in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it is costly to bring the wrong person on board the bus. Yeah, it's was, it was easy to do, though, when you're desperate. I mean, if you think about the fact that you are not going to make your production goals because you don't have all the people, and there's some RDA that is applied, and even though your gut says, oh, I don't know, but yeah. you're desperate, you're going to do it. It's good enough. Yeah, and to do it over again, though, I think I would just, I would tell everybody very, very plainly, I I would make sure everybody who is on the bus, I would tell them, I am really sorry right now. There's going to be extra work. It's going to be extra taxing, but we're going to make sure that the that we bring the next person onto the bus that's the right person. Yeah. Or we're going to have to, and this has happened for us, and it's the right thing to do. We're going to have to lower our production goal until yeah. we do because we can't exactly. tax the people, right? And that's okay. And Absolutely. I think everybody who's already on the bus and hears that message, they're bought in. Yeah, because the problem is when you start putting people on the bus that don't belong on the bus, your top A players, what we call them, they want off the bus and they are always going to tell you, oh, I can make more money here. Oh, I could do this. You know what? You can believe that BS if you want, but really it's that they are not happy and you're tolerating things and they will quietly, softly, with respect, opt out. 
Right. And that's, that is where the pain hits the road. Yes, it is. All right. So why don't we talk a little bit about what does it mean to bring the right who, the right person, the right people onto the bus? And we, I teased you a little bit about it definitely being about people that are there for your purpose, the vision, the mission, what we've done our first five um, podcasts on. Another piece of that is making sure that they are naturally wired for the job, that their that their natural wiring, how they what they're motivated by that we call what drives them, their behavior is in alignment, that they have the right mindset, they have the business acumen if that's the case. And so we um, even though some of these positions are only seventeen, eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour, we run a pretty expensive assessment um, that we get through Shondell Group mm-hmm. on all of our people. And boy, it was really painful you know, how much they cost, but boy, do they pay off in the end. And every time we didn't believe it, we kicked ourselves. Yeah, it's so true. Another thing too, that I think highlighted a pain point in in our practice was when we did an organizational health diagnostic. Yes. And from that realized that we have a lot of great people on the bus, but we have a few that just aren't the right fit. And so trying to overcome that became one of the biggest key elements to having a great culture and, and the best possible working environment. Yeah. I want to share one of my bads and then how you made it right. Mm -hmm. So we hired, we're again, desperate. I mean, desperate for a hire. And so I ran one of my assessments and on this assessment is like, it's called the Trimetrics MHD. Mm-hmm. And there's four sciences. So it's looking at people's behaviors. It's looking at their motivators, what drives them, because you want to make sure you're going to have the right person there and you know how to kick them into action and make them happy. It talks about their um, capacities. And it also talks about how they see the world and their worldview. And out of that 76 pages chock full of information, there's this one little arrow. <laughs> and on the arrow points down... Um, you're okay. But if it points up, you must run. And yet there's a few questions you can ask. And there's always these, you know, you got to ask questions. Every assessment is not to make a judgment, but to ask good questions. Mm. And I'm telling you, like, I made a bad choice because I said, well, you know, it's just the front office and maybe we can coach her and maybe she was nervous. And when I asked her about it, I did do my job at first because I said, oh, were you confused? Or And yeah, she answered all my questions right. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe it was just mm-hmm. not the right time of doing the assessment. And man, that was a disaster. Disaster, and our front office people were like, "Get her out of here right now!" Hmm. And um, she's not going to. Uh, actually, they didn't say that. They said, "Hey, she's not going to do a good job." And you went in there and you go with every bit of confidence, and I just admire this. We're so different in this way, and you let her go on day four. You're like, "This isn't going to work." And I think my temperament mm-hmm. would have um, stuck around and tried to make it work because I made the hiring decision. So I admire you because you have had to do that with quite a few people and you just let them go if it's not a good fit. All right. So let's talk about a few of your success stories because you have some Mm. good ones that I want to highlight. And uh, one of them is Mm. the way that you have seen potential in people um, that both worked for you and to go into a different seat 
And then people that we just knew out in the community that we said we want them and got them before we even had a real job for them. So let's start with the ones that were before you were clear on everything. What did you do when you saw someone Mm -hmm. um, that had a lot of potential? Yeah, I had a great uh, registered dental assistant who top notch, uh, everything about her uh, with patient care, uh, forehanded dentistry, all that was spectacular. Mm-hmm. But I had a, a need up front, and she had been with me a, a good 10 years up to that point. I had a need up front for a scheduler. And I, I thought, you know, I think she could be really good here. Mm-hmm. She always has had a knack for looking at the schedule and, and knowing how to move things around in such a way that, okay, we can really maximize our day. And I thought, you know, I'm going to make a bold choice here and I'm going to move her from one position to another. And it went, it, it enabled us to go from good to great. Yes. Oh, right. It's perfect. Yeah. And that person to this day, we say she was the best scheduler we ever had. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that is so cool because that's knowing your people. That's knowing what their skill set is. And mm-hmm. she fought you a little bit because she didn't want to do it. It was scary. It was new. It was change. Yeah. But you believed in her. Yeah. And yep. she trusted you. And that is the key about what we're trying to build as leaders. Mm-hmm. We're trying to build enough trust that yep. people will trust us when we do this. And then we got to see these these folks' talents. Now, let's talk about our long-standing uh, RDA and what mm-hmm. you saw in her and what she wanted to do. So I have this incredible assistant. She's been with me 16 plus years. And, you know, I, I see, well, I had seen in her the ability to to go EF, extended functions. and And I talked to you about it. And we thought, you know what? Let's invest in her. Yeah. Let's send her to that school. And and let's get her trained. And she has been incredible. And she has been the best employee of my entire career. And why not invest in that way? Yes. In somebody that not only do you care about and have worked side by side with for a, a long time, but I mean, when you have invested in that kind of relationship for that long and you show that kind of trust and, and are willing to, to put forth, you know, the, the monetary means mm-hmm. in order to get somebody there. And time. We had to give her time off and those to, kind of things. Right. Yeah. I mean, that so pays off oh my in gosh. the long run. And that has reaped huge dividends. Oh my for gosh! Us. Isn't it hard to sit, not say your name right now? Oh, it is. Oh, totally. <laughs> you yeah. know we love you. <laughs> yeah. And you know the thing about um, what we did there it, again is we're going to put our money and our time, and because we see that this can not only benefit her but benefit us and where we're going on the bus. And sure enough, like as soon as we got her really into that, we ended up buying another practice. And I don't, we would not have been as successful and be able to go to our next level, no. starting to achieve our vision yeah. if we had not done that. Right. You know, and again, yeah. having the right people, she wanted it. She was hungry for it. And she has a growth mindset and all those different mm-hmm. things that um, really make an employee invaluable, really. 
Yeah, and and she's so conscientious about her work too, which I knew that going in. Yep. That she has the right mindset. Yep. And and the and not only that, but the hand skills. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we got one more story, just these highlighters of people we yeah. love and adore. Yeah. And um, this is a, a gal that was is like our daughter, practically. Like mm-hmm. we had just mm-hmm. kind of adopted her in a sense. And, and so she was doing this job and we could see her talent over and over again. Like, yeah. and, and we didn't like that she was not making very much money and it wasn't a good opportunity. And she was just so put up with so much in this other job. <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh. And we had this opportunity. Um, and, and then the opportunity fell through, but we still offered her a job. We got her on the bus and didn't know what to do with her. We just yeah. made up a job. Right. And that was great. It was you know, the smartest thing we ever did. Yeah. And it really is important when you see the right people yeah. and you know you want that person on your bus, you have no idea where you're going to put them and what kind of seat they're going to end up in. But we put her on the bus and it wasn't the right seat. Yeah, it was sterile tech. It was in the back. Yeah. And she's an extrovert and she didn't get to talk to people. She was cleaning and she was great at it. I mean, she did a really great job, but yeah. she was not on the right seat. She was yeah. not in the right seat. Mm-mm. And so she, but talked she was to awesome. About it. Yeah. She talked to us. Yes. And, and it was, we were so grateful because she was doing a great job. And that's another key point. Even yeah. though she was a little miserable, she came and talked oh, to us. Yeah. And, and she was great at what she was Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. And when she talked to us, we thought, okay it doesn't matter what she's doing. We're, we're going to move her to the front where she can interact with, with patients yeah. and she can be on the phone and because she understands customer service. Yes. And she really did. Yeah. And does. Yes. And she's fabulous at that. Yeah. And what this person did, again, hard not to mention all these names because we just love them so much. Um, yeah. Another thing that she did is she's the one that has championed our culture. She is the mm-hmm. one who uh, brings the life and everything that we wanted from the front that we really suffered. We didn't have it for years. Once we, mm-hmm. descri- once we defined our culture, yeah. then we didn't have the people in the front to, we have the people in the back, but not the people in the front to mm-hmm. absolutely champion it. And boy, did we find that in this gal. So mm-hmm. here we just stuck her in the back. You know, she hated it. Well, let's go to the front. And then she has become the culture creator, really, and just yeah. maintainer and champion. Her. And I just want you to notice, um, listeners, even how we're interacting. Like we're just going on and on and on about these people, right? Yeah. And are you going on and on about your people? Are you telling them stories like this? Because we made sure that we were constantly letting people know how valuable they are. And that's the other thing. When you get the right people on the bus, don't stop telling them how blessed you are to have them on the bus. You got to keep telling them over and over again. You need to reward them. You need to give raises. We were always giving raises because we were like, you are so valuable. And we are constantly pouring into people. um, And they loved us and we loved them and we were going places. And it was super, super cool. Now, let's, let's close out. Let's finish this podcast by recapping some things about about what we're doing here in getting people on the bus, getting the right people on the bus. Yeah, and driving the bus in the right direction. Right. (laughs) 
I think the most important thing when you're thinking about having the right people on the bus is all about your values and about, again, we said the purpose, vision, mission, values, all those things. Like if, if they do not share your values, you need to get them off the bus. Yeah. Manage them up, manage them out. That's what we say. Manage right. them to a different seat, different mindset, different place, or excuse them and let them get off the bus in it with dignity and respect and kindness mm-hmm. and how, um, and that's just that it's not the best place for them and they can go find the best place for them. And then when we hire people, we want to invite them on the bus, you know, the same criteria. We want to make sure that it's a value-based decision because in the end, that is how we make all of our decisions together is based on values. So I think once you have a person that, you know, has your same purpose in mind and, and shares your values and on board with your mission and shares your vision, then it's time to really make sure that that person's behavior, that their um, temperament, that their wiring, that their motivations, all those things that really make us who we are inside are aligned with the job they're going to do. So as as I was talking about, we had an extroverted person in an introverted role, and you don't want to make that mistake very often. And you really want to make sure that this person you're bringing on um, really fits the role and it's going to motivate them and that you have a career path for them. That's super important. And that is why we are passionate about using assessments to hire. And we do everything from just having like a two science, which is um, on one end, all the way up to like a four science assessment, where you can really, really get down to where people are coming from. I think we mentioned that earlier. And I'm a really big advocate of this. I mean, we have a smaller office, you know, 15 people, and and we still use these kind of expensive assessments when you think about what the job is. And boy, we're just so grateful we did. And I just can't say that enough times so that people get that they need to have someone in their company that can do this. And really believe in the assessment because they are right on and they have made a believer out of me. Mm -hmm. So let's land the plane. Oh, man, haven't we had a good time today? Yeah. That was a fun one. All right. Well, we um, appreciate you being with us. And again, those ratings and reviews and, you know, subscribing really do help us. And we would appreciate your feedback. Like, are you listening? How are we doing? How can we improve? Do we irritate you? Do we inspire you? Be sure and tell us. Anyway, you can find us at leadershipdds.com or you can email us at podcast at shondellgroup.com. And we look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the future. Again, this has been episode six. We are so glad you've been here and be the best you can be today. Bye, everybody.